You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 50. On today's show, I'm visiting with Kelly Roach, and we're talking about some really inspirational topics. And I really want you to tune in, especially if you're just starting and you're feeling like this is just taking so long and you're growing impatient with the growth of your business. We're chatting about all things when it comes to building your team, having patience with the growth of your business, and all the lessons that come along when you start and as you scale your business. So this is a definite must-listen episode, just like all of the rest, and I know you're going to love it. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to talk with you. I've been looking forward to this for so long. I'm honored that you are here. Ah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on the show today. I've been familiar with your work forever. I remember just being totally obsessed with your book. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a business growth strategist. And what I really focus on is helping entrepreneurs, especially online entrepreneurs and those that want to take their businesses online to put the right systems in place for sales, marketing, and team building to be able to systematically scale in a predictable way without compromising your quality of life. So for me, it's all about structure. It's about sustainable results. It's about doing things in a systematic fashion that's going to allow you to build something that's really going to stand the test of time. So that's a little bit of what what I do about who I am. I'm a wife and a mom. I have a five-year-old daughter, an amazing husband. And so, you know, one of my most important business principles is putting your family first. And so I really try to help entrepreneurs build businesses that allow them to prioritize family, you know, as a, as a key pillar of what the business is built around. I love that because I feel a lot of entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs will hold themselves back because they feel like they have to be this or that. They have to be an entrepreneur or they have to be a mom. And it's like, for me, I didn't want to jeopardize my relationship with my children or my husband. So I knew that I had to have like things really tightened up for for my business. So I wasn't uh, sitting at my desk for eight, 12 hours a day working. Yes. 
Yeah, that's so important, especially for women, because we we wear so many hats. And I love that you 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 kind of make it known like it's okay to not have to work on your business eight hours a day. It's okay to you know have things hire people to help you, things like that. Even you know not just in your business, it's so important to just like recognize what you are here to here to do. You can be more than a mom. You can be more than a wife. And if you have a dream of something to help others, then go for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love how you are so big into systems and, you know, creating as much automation in your business as possible. And I think that's a scary thought for a lot of people who are just starting. I know that um, when I have students who come in just fresh, I always call them, they're just babies. And when we try to talk about automating things, they get a little nervous because that's just a lot to think about to wrap their brains around. Let's talk about why that's so important as a female entrepreneur, why having automation in your business with systems is going to help you in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the most important thing to remember as an entrepreneur is that ultimately you are not the business and you don't want to be the business because if you are the business, then that means every time you stop, it does too. And when you're just getting started, that might be okay because you don't have hundreds of clients and thousands of moving pieces. But as your business grows, that's absolutely not okay. And that's why business owners many times get so burnt out and so frustrated with their businesses and they just want to like throw it all away because if you're the business, then that weight is on your shoulders all day, every day. So what I teach business owners, especially from the beginning, is that you're always looking at everything that you're doing in the business and you're saying to yourself, how can I build a system around this so that someone else can easily step into my company and do this as well, if not better than I can? And what that does is it makes sure that even as you're building the business, that you're doing it in a very organized and streamlined way so that ultimately you can build a winning team so that the business can become bigger than you. And that's why the name of my most recent book is called Bigger Than You, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Building an Unstoppable Team. Because if one of the reasons why you're starting your business is that you want freedom, you want flexibility. You can't do that without systems and a team because, you know, otherwise you just own a job and you do have to work 8, 10, 12, 15 hours a day to even be able to produce enough income to support your family. Right. And a lot of people who are just starting probably have a nine to five anyway. And it's like taking on on another full-time job. And I don't think that's what they signed up for, but I feel like people get really overwhelmed with this concept because they're comparing their journey to someone who's been doing this for years and they feel like they're behind and they need to just rush everything. And that can lead you to a road to disaster. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't, you can't, Uh, look at your journey and compare it to anyone else's. And you also have to realize that like when you see someone doing something, you know, you don't know the whole backstory of what they had to do to get to that place. And if you knew them and if you did know their backstory, you would realize that like we all went through all the things (laughs) to get to where we are. Like we all went through all the things. And, you know, many times because someone has been working so long and so hard and they've been an unknown, when they suddenly hit the main 
second stage and everyone's now um, very quickly recognizing who they are and seeing them everywhere. They think, oh, this person did this overnight. Why can't I? Why am I failing? Why am I struggling? Why am I going through all this? This person over here, you know, came out of nowhere. No, it's just that you didn't see what went on behind the scenes and how long and how hard they, you know, work to get to that point. So, you know, they always say like, you can't, you can't look at someone's highlight reel and, and think that that is, you know, what the story of how they, you know, got to that place was. So I just think, you know, especially with the online world, it's really important. Like don't be subscribed to 50 different people's email lists and obsessing over what your competitors are doing and all of that. Like run your own race and recognize that, if you're in it to win it and you're you're doing this thing for the right reasons and you want to create legacy, you want to create generational wealth, you want to make an impact with your work, you can't be coming from a place of comparison or competition or, you know, a judgment even of yourself because you're not going to make the right choices and you're not going to be playing the kind of long game that you're going to need to to get to those outcomes. And I think that's really, really important to remember. I love that you mentioned the highlight reel because that's kind of what we see from everybody. We're not going to people's homes and learning about them from, you know, we're not longtime friends with anybody really on social media beyond what we, how long we've been friends with them on Instagram. So we see their highlight reels. We see the, the coffee that they had for breakfast and their lunch and their dinner and how they're working on something cool. But we don't see like what, how happens in between that time. We don't see how long they're staying up, how early they got up, all of those little things that make their day. And we're comparing ourselves to, oh, my morning doesn't look like that. My work doesn't look like that. And then that doesn't do any good for yourself at all. It's yeah, absolutely. And and, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just, just an example the other day. So like I, you know, I go on the news a lot. I do a lot of like TV appearances and stuff like that. And I always people have people asking like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, how do you do that? Like blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I posted the other day, I just went on the news in Philadelphia, which is one of the top, you know, markets in the country. Mm -hmm. Well, I had gotten rejected like 15, 20 times to go on the news in Philadelphia before they said yes, but no one ever knows that. So when I posted about it, instead of being like, yay, you know, like we got on the news in Philly, I was like, well, this only took like 500 (laughs) follow-ups in a year and a half, but I made it. And I did that because I feel like people see us post this stuff and they think that it's just a breeze and it's easy. And, you know, it just came to us like, oh, the the news came to me. Like they came and asked me, no, Mm -hmm. you know, this was a big goal that I had. And, you know, my team, you know, pitched and pitched and pitched and, you know, got a lot of rejection until they got an acceptance. And it's so important when you're going through rejection and when you're going through failure to realize that that is not a negative. That is teaching you that you need to alter your approach. You need to strengthen your positioning. You need to make changes to be at the level that you need to be to get that outcome that you want to achieve. And that's all that it is. And we take it so personally and we get so emotional about it. And so many people get discouraged and they, they want to quit their business or they, you know, stop and start things over. And, you know, the thing that I always say to people over and over again is that mastery takes 10,000 hours, 
10,000. Mm. And if you look at the vast majority of entrepreneurs and you look at how many hours they put into anything in their business, they don't even scrape the surface of a thousand, let alone 10,000 before they quit and move on to the next thing. And so it's no wonder, you know, 85 to 90% of businesses still fail because that, that long game, that mastery, that willingness to keep going at it until you create the breakthrough it is so like twisted inside out and turned upside down. And I think a lot of it is, you know, cultural and obviously the internet and all of that. But that's why I make sure when I do these shows that I really talk about that because I think it's really important for the people coming up to hear that from us, you know, from the people that have gone through it and kind of gotten to the other side, you know? Yes, because I don't know the exact stats on this, but I know so there's such a difference between the people who make it from the first year of entrepreneurship to the third to the fifth to and so forth. There's there's a lot of dropouts in there because it's not it's not easy, but it's like your passion. So you keep doing it. And I love that you mentioned that this took us 15 times to get onto this TV TV show and that's so inspirational for people to see rather than oh we're going and we're going to be on a on a TV show. It's so much more inspirational yeah. to see that that you know, if I wanted to be on a TV show and it took her this long, well, then there's a chance that I could be on it. So I'm going to keep on going rather than feeling, oh, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get there and then continue hiding behind my screen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's so important. I mean, it's really at the top of the list of things that will help you to make it as an entrepreneur is embracing failure as a stepping stone for achievement. And, you know, with my staff now, my team, you know, I say to them every day, I'm like, if you're not getting a rejection, if you're not getting a no today, if you don't come back to me and say, I tried really hard at this and it didn't work, then like we have a problem. Because if you're only ever going after the things in life that are easy mm. and that are, are, you know, within reach the first time, you're not going to be going very far. <laughs> you're not going to be accomplishing very much. And I think, you know, making that switch in your mindset as an entrepreneur truly can be the catalyst for your biggest breakthrough. I really do believe that. It can. I think treating, I, treating something you call a failure as a lesson is such a, diff a switch in mindset. And it's like, if you launch a, if you launch a program, let's take that for an example. Let's say you're going to launch your first group program and you did so much work. You put yourself out there. You did all these things you've never done before. And then nobody buys. Now the next step in your business is going to be how you treat that. How are you going to react to that? Are you going to feel like a failure or what are you going to learn from it? How are you going to move forward from this lesson in quotes? Yeah. Yeah, that's so important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people get discouraged, you know, because I have a, a newer um, coaching audience and students who might, you know, throw out a launch and it might not go the way they wanted it to go. So do you have any words of wisdom to those who, who are in the process of learning from those lessons? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, and, and specifically with launches, I mean, there's hundreds of moving pieces that impact the outcomes that you get with launches. And it's really important to assess honestly and non-emotionally what worked and what didn't to make changes because launches truly are something that require mastery and you have to be willing to do them over and over again to get to the point where you're having those you know high six and seven figure launches and if you're not willing to go through that analysis and that that process of making those changes you will never get to the point where you're really seeing the work that you put in 
in uh, equate to the outcome that you get on the other side. And I think a lot of people, again, it's like that patience and the follow through, you know, doing something once or doing something five times, like that's not a lot. <laughs> we we get so, you know, kind of I, I almost egotistical, I think, in our expectations from our business, but many times we're not really giving the business a fair shot and giving the business what it needs from us to produce the outcomes that we expect from it. I think we're putting ourselves on in such a rush mode because we hear about the six-figure launches, the seven-figure launches, and we think, well, if I can't do that, then I shouldn't launch at all. I should just stay hidden again. And mm-hmm. nobody shares their five-figure launch or their four-figure launch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's sharing that stuff. And those are happening all of the time. And everyone is like ashamed to admit, oh, I had a $9,000 launch. I had a $5,000 launch. That's great. That's like five extra thousand dollars you didn't have yesterday. Exactly. And nobody's sharing that. So I feel like that is kind of keeping people from moving forward too, because they don't feel like they're good enough to have the five or the six or the seven. So, you know, what's the point, you know? So they're just, I I can totally see how that can really hold a person back because you see all the podcast episodes talking about all the details behind my six figure launch. And it's like, well, I haven't even done this. So it doesn't even pay for me to listen. Yeah. Yeah. They're not acknowledging those small wins. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, you know, I make it a point every launch that I do, <laughs> every launch that I do, I always talk about the ones that I had that failed. I do it every single time. And, and, and I share it with my clients because I've had failed launches, webinars with zero sales. Um, you know, I've had the, you know, two figure launch before. Okay. So like, right. And I think, you know, and, and now obviously we're doing high six figures and, you know, very scaled up launches. But the only reason we're doing that is because I don't, it wasn't personal. I realized that when I was having those results, those results just were a reflection of where the business was at that time. Mm -hmm. And then you learn from it and you make changes and you work at it and you work at it some more and you work at it some more. And then eventually, you know, you get to that place where you can do that. And, you know, I think that again, you have to ultimately identify and take responsibility for your triggers. You know, for me, like a year and a half ago, I literally unsubscribed from everything. Mm -hmm. I unsubscribed from everything. Like I get zero marketing in my inbox from anyone. Mm -hmm. I do not pay attention to what any of my competitors are doing. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I want to be completely in my zone of genius and not be influenced to the positive or to the negative by what other people are doing. I want to focus on following my intuition and just serving at the highest level for my population. I think we all need to do that. I think we I all agree. need to like put the blinders on and focus on delivering your gifts to the world. Be the best that you can possibly be. Not worry about what other people are doing because all that does is make you miserable and get you in the comparison game. And that takes your energy away from doing the things that you need to do to move forward and instead putting it on all of these like emotional feels that, you know, are not going to help you get the outcome that you want or deserve for the work that you're doing. Right. And it's okay to unfollow people that make you feel, oh my gosh, I'm not doing that. And it questions your ability. It's okay to do that. I do it all the time on Instagram. Like I 
will find myself comparing myself to some people and then it's not serving me. So I'll just mute them. So I don't see them anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. Stay in your zone of genius. It's so important. I know that so many people are getting a billion emails every day from all of these influencers because I know so many people are in the stages of just binge downloading everything on Pinterest. So their inbox is full of stuff, which then just causes chaos, not because not only because you have way too much information going on, but then you're comparing yourself to so many people and you're just smashing yourself down and kind of just creating nothing by making yourself disappear. Like you're afraid to put yourself out there because of all the greatness in quotes that you've surrounded yourself with. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would figure out who your mentors are and who ultimately you plan on, you know, following through and working with, and you know, follow, you know, that one person or those two people, and then you know, put the rest aside. I agree. And just be be with the people who need you. That's where you need to be and yep. serving them. And whether it's on social media or wherever they are hanging out, that's where you need to be. Yes. You don't need to play in the wrong room. Exactly. Exactly. I love, um, I'm looking at your um, website and I love the build your dream team. And I'm thinking, okay, dream team sounds so intimidating to somebody who's just starting. And so I always recommend like, let's just automate one little thing in your business that would make your life easier. What's one tip for business owners to make their life easier when you, you remember how it was when you were doing everything. We were all there at one point. What's one tip you could give somebody if they're just tired of doing all the things? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the team is everything. And I think that even if you're not ready to hire like a full-time team or, you know, have a big team or whatever the case, like at least get help a couple hours a week, whether it's from an intern, someone that you're going to barter with, um, an admin assistant that you're going to pay for a couple hours a week. But I think getting the tactical stuff off your plate so that you can actually focus on being in front of a microphone and being out there networking with the right people and, you know, just like getting yourself out there doing the visibility work that no one else can do for you, I think is so, so critical. Yeah. Let's talk about visibility. I think um, that is another thing that everyone gets so scared. They want to stay in the creation mode and just make things and they're, they're, that's their excuse for it. Well, I can't go live on Instagram yet. I can't go live in my Facebook group because I'm making this and I'm making that. And all of a sudden they're wondering why they're not getting any clients is because they're not showing up. They're not being visible. Literally they're hiding. Let's talk about that really quick on how important it is to be visible in, in 2019 when you're an online business owner. How important is that? Yeah. I mean, it's your whole business. It's everything. I mean, there's, there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. I mean, if people don't see you, if they don't hear from you, if they're not, you know, seeing you interact and be present and deliver great content and, you know, be out there in the world, then, you know, there, you don't have a business. You won't have a business. I mean, people expect to get to vet you online and consume your content and interact with you before they're going to commit to buying from you. So the vast majority of entrepreneurs that are disappointed with their, their sales and their business growth you can tie it right back and look at how much time they're actually spending out there interacting with their audience. And, you know, usually it's nowhere near enough. And and that's why their results are reflecting what they are. 
So what do you say when, uh, if I'm hearing this and I think, okay, well, that's easy for you to say, Kelly, because you have all these people helping you and you can go live and do all these things. I barely have the time to do my hair every day. Like, how am I supposed to go live? How am, I'm not exciting. How do I do that? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, what people need to realize is we are in like the most uh, like abundant moment in all of history as entrepreneurs. I mean, the fact that we can go live from our phones, from the comfort of our own homes, whenever we want, however we want um, for free is really just unbelievable. And I think, you know, I started my business before that was available. And so to me, like I'm, you know, so in tune with that. I think people may be coming up now that that's always been available since they started their business. Maybe they don't recognize, you know, that, you know, back 10, 15 years ago, you know, people would pay a hundred thousand dollars to go into a studio to film for a couple of days, you know? So I just think like realizing that, you know, there's always someone who's has it harder and that has more on their plate than you do that is doing it. And so if you're not, it, it's much more, um, you know, in your head, your excuse than it is the reality of not being able to to do it. It definitely is all in, in your head and you just kind of have to change your story. And I always say my life is so boring, but you know, just sharing those boring moments, that's what connects people to you. Like mm-hmm. if you're playing with your kids or you're sitting down at your computer, you're going to work on something, just quick chat, just quick pop in and chat with people. At least let them hear, hear your voice once a day through Instagram stories or something so they can just recognize that. And it's just seeds planted in their head that, you know, oh, every time she talks, I listen because she always says something that's really interesting or helpful. Mm-hmm. Continuously doing something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So important. And I don't think any of us are boring. I mean, I'd rather watch somebody share how um, messy their kids made their living room that day. <laughs> well, I mean, because I can relate to that. I can relate mm-hmm. to all that stuff instead of showing me your perfect life and, you know, your your highlight reel. Let's just show, you know, as much as we're as comfortable to show to be more exactly. relatable. Exactly. Exactly. It's just stuff you play around in your head and I found that when I was enrolling students into my program, that's why they were, that's why they gravitated towards me. They're like, cause I know I can do this. If you have three kids, I right. can do it. And right. that gives them faith in themselves. Yeah. I think that people, the excuse people use for not doing things is the exact thing and the exact reason why they should be doing it because that's what people resonate with. They resonate with the raw and the real and the imperfect. Um, They resonate with someone that's, you know, showing them why they can when they thought that they couldn't. Um, You know, I I let Madison in all the time when I'm, you know, live streaming or if I'm podcasting half the time she's sitting on my lap, like, you know, that's just part of the deal. And I let my audience know, like, if that turns you off or you're not cool with that, then you can happily go somewhere else because mm-hmm. she's more important to me than, than the next buck is. So, you know, this is what it's going to be. And I, and that's the really cool thing about entrepreneurship because we get to make that choice, you know? Yep. That's the beauty of it. And yeah, I've done lots of launches where there's kids walking around behind me and holding a baby or whatever. It's just what it takes. And instead of looking perfect, this is real. And, but I, I, I've done this and I can help you too. And that just gives people so much, it's so inspirational for people to see. So don't be afraid to be inspirational. We need that. Absolutely. Awesome. Kelly, this was a really great conversation. I think that if anybody feels like they're holding themselves back, 
just to go for it and it's all going to be okay. This is there. I always say there's no expiration date on your business. If you want this to last a long time, we got to build a solid foundation for it and just take it, take its time, let it grow on its own. Don't rush it. Don't rush the process. Just trust it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and trust yourself, like realize like you were put on the planet for a reason. You have these big goals. You have these big dreams. You're, you have the dream because you're intended to achieve it. It doesn't, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It's not because you don't deserve it. If you don't do the work to, to push through and become the person that is capable of achieving that dream, but it's all there for the taking. It's all there for the taking for all of us. And, and there's infinite possibility and infinite opportunity for everyone. Absolutely. Thank you so much for saying all of that, Kelly. And thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are, and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.